so much. And on that note, welcome to a very special episode of Scare Me, where I, Taya Morash, and my friend and co-host, Philip Goodridge, talk about scary movies. But (laughs) today, we're doing something a little bit different and a little bit special. And what is that thing that we're doing, Phil? We're having what uh, we like to call a Cold Creek brunch. I don't know how many of you remember the film Cold Creek Manor from 2003, but myself and Taya saw it in theaters, uh, and it was not scary. It was supposed to be scary, but it was not. And we didn't really think much about it as the years progressed, but then like a few years back, we were just like, it was late, it was like the sun was coming up late. Uh, and we were just chatting up a storm, and we're like, "What? What's with Cold Creek Manor?" And like, we just like tore it to pieces. The whole thing takes place, to our recollection, mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. Sun beaming through the wide windows, bay windows, perhaps. Just high noon. Yeah. Just no shadows. Yeah. And just I, nothing. And not that that can't be scary, because. Um, I haven't seen Midsummer yet, but from all accounts, there's a lot, it's a lot of bright or saturated colors. So I bet, as you speculated, maybe the pitch was like, guys, guys. So it's this scary movie where spooky stuff happens, but it's like the middle of the day. So like, it's never safe. So just imagine, oh. that makes it even scarier because you can see yeah. literally everything from a mile away it's and there not, are no scares. It was oh, ineffective. Wait, it's a fail. Such a fail. <sighs> Um, So we thought what we would do, because it all takes place in the middle of the day, brunch was necessary, Mm -hmm. Uh, so we thought we would recount our memories of what we think Cold Creek Manor was, and we're going to watch it again, and then we're going to come back and uh, tell you our thoughts. So let's start. So just to set the scene, Mm -hmm. the current scene, and to explain the fact that we're muffled right now, we're eating some delicious back bacon. Oh, man. Some... Delightful cheddar cheese mm-hmm. here at Phil's place. And the main course, tell the them main about the main course. course. Egg in a hole. Relates to the movie. It relates to the movie, we think. Yeah. It's been a long time since we started, we've watched it. We think there's an incident with a well. We think that they go into the well to solve the crime or whatever. And we're like, oh yeah, we'll have egg in the hole. And then we were just talking about it. It was like, there was a well, right? I'm not sure there was a well. But we'll find out. We'll find out. So basically the premise is Dennis Quaid and Sharon Stone and their children move into this new house, which is being renovated. It's a, if I recall correctly, it's like a, like a large big, farmhouse yeah, and in they the have country. I think one of them is a writer because I'm pretty sure there's a scene where like pages blow in the wind in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. It was pretty bright. So, and Stephen Dorff, I believe it's Stephen Dorff, uh, is one of the people working on the house. He's been hired there. And it's like, he's the, he's the killer. Like, I don't, that's not a spoiler. Like, they basically start the movie. As I recall, it was like, hi, you guys. I used to live here and I killed my family. Uh, so I'm... So I'm going to do this renovation work. And also kill and you. And also kill you because yeah. I have a murder connection to this house. Yeah. Uh, like, basically, I, I think I remember Dennis Quaid going to the sheriff. And he's like, this guy is trying to kill us all. And the sheriff's like, yeah, he killed his whole family. And they're like, oh, we'll do something. Sheriff's like... I can't, I'm sorry, my hands are tied. No. For some luck. reason. Good luck. Yeah. Yes. No legal recourse. No legal recourse in the murder house. Yeah. And Juliette Lewis is there, and she's like, you guys want to stay away from that killer? And they're like, we know. 
And then she gets killed. Uh, so she's the only one who knew what was going on. And I think perhaps our favorite scene that we like to talk about the most. Mm-hmm. Which presumably is in the film. This one I'm pretty sure because remember from the commercial. It definitely is. Yeah. So the entire family is asleep. It's probably noon. The crack of noon and everyone's still in bed for some reason. Sun. Just oh. pouring in. It looks just like... Beams of sun just it looks pouring like they must be in sweating through under gigantic those sheets. picture windows. Yeah, and it's but and then you know they start to wake up and they realize, oh my god, there's snakes everywhere. But you know it's really not that bad because I mean snakes, a lot of snakes is bad. Sure, but I think we can all agree on that. It's the middle of the day, so they can see where all the snakes are. So they're like, they, oh, snakes over there. Let's stay on this side where there are no snakes. Yeah, close that door. Everything is lit. All the snakes are in there. And then. This is not in the film, but like I'm pretty sure there's a scene where Stephen Dorff walks away from the mansion with a bag marked snakes on it. Like, it's that clear. Who could have been responsible for leaving these snakes in our house? Could it be the man who's working on our property, who used to live in this house, who killed his family here? He's oh, act- he's right there holding an empty bag with the word snakes written yeah, on it. I guess it's him. Trying to kill us. Jesus. So that's. I do remember thinking that the last two minutes of the film were scary. Me too. The presumably la- in the well. Presumably in the well, because guess what's not in a well? Light. <laughs> I'm really looking bright forward to light. this. Bright light. so bright, the whole movie. <laughs> part of me hopes that our recollections are perfectly accurate, and it's as bad as we think. And another part of me wants to be like, oh, like, there's only one scene in the daytime. But I'm pretty sure our recollections are correct. I think they are. Yeah. And, like, I feel... I feel a certain amount of empathy because I do, like, I can picture, you know, the pitch. Yeah. Like, you know, we're all tired of these movies happening in the dead of night where you can't see the threat. Wouldn't it be extra scary if the threat was not in shadows, but... And holding a bag of snakes. (laughs) Very well lit. Oh my god! No? I well, feel like also, they thought they had something too. Yeah. It also takes away though, you know, when you see a horror movie and there's like it's dark in the hallway and there's a light switch right there. No fears of Cold Creek Manor. You never get frustrated at that. Nope. No well, lights are all. They don't need to be on because it's, it's the, the middle, middle of, of the, the day. day. You can sense that there's a theme here. So we're gonna finish up this brunch mm-hmm. and we're gonna get this movie on the go. Finish up our mimosa. We'll come back to you with our thoughts on Cold Creek Manor in 2019. Stay tuned. Great weather. Yeah, nice. Where are you guys headed? Cold Creek Manor. He still thinks this is his house. He wants us out. Oh, come on. Mr. Fucking Coop. 
Get out of my face. Get out of my home. I know you put the snakes in my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I should try and prove that. Okay, we're back. We watched it. That was an experience. It was an experience. We were not too far off the mark. I've got to say, I'm actually impressed with how well we remembered it. We saw it once in 2003 in theaters. Then maybe, when was it we chatted about it? I'm going to say maybe at least. At least. Uh, but we we hit a lot of the main... There's some things we remember differently, and some things, obviously... There was no bag marked snakes, obviously. There was a well. There It was a well. We were totally right. The or a natural well? We don't know. A hole in the ground. It was the devil's throat. Uh, also, spoilers, like everywhere. It's already been spoiled. It's too Our late preamble now. is full of spoilers. If you've gotten here, it's already too late. Yeah, and if you haven't already seen Cold Creek Manor... By this point, are you gonna? You actually might want to after hearing what we have to say about it, even though... Uh... I have to say, despite the fact <laughs> that we were not that far off the mark about <laughs> everything taking place in the middle of the day... So bright. I, I came out of this experience with a more positive opinion of the film than I had going in. Yes. Well, here's the thing, that, like, the... Going into it is pretty funny. Like, it's so bright and ridiculous. That last half hour, I think we can both agree, the last half hour of the movie is good, solid, traditional. Like, there's nothing crazy or new, but traditional, like, spooky thriller horror type stuff. And you know what makes it traditional, Phil? What? It was in the dark. It was was raining, there was a storm, and it was dark for the last whole half hour. No one even died until... not, Not that you need death in a horror movie. I've seen horror movies... Where it, there is no death. Yep. It's rare, but that can still be scary. But like, the last half hour had death, it had blood, it had rain, it had darkness, it had fire. It had everything I wanted. It had, in the very last <laughs> the, 30 minutes of no. that two hour film, there were some good <laughs> elements. That first hour and a half was a bit of a slog, but that. Okay, first off, yeah. first off, mm-hmm. the movie starts. <laughs> At dawn. Well, there's a shot of New York, and it's like, oh, it's dark. Is it like, is it dusk? Is it about to turn night? And then there's a shot of the alarm clock, and it's 4.30 in the morning. It's like, oh, shit. No, no. It's dawn. The sun's coming up, and then the sun stays up. (laughs) For most of the film. For most of the film. Oh, my God. With the first exception... Being the first time it gets dark, nothing scary happens at all. It's when they come home, like late at night, it's like, we've got to move. Yeah, we do. And then they choose to move. And then they choose to move out of New York City. They need to get out of the city. Yeah. And then the second time, there's (laughs) darkness for literally (laughs) like 30 seconds. It's dark for 30 seconds. It's brilliant. Um, I I want to say overall, 
that if I were to remake Cold Creek Manor, I would truncate that first hour and a half, uh, keep the last half hour the same, and I would add, not necessarily ghosts, but the possibility that ghosts might be involved. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, because go, go going in with the trailer, I was like, is this supernatural? Ooh, what's happening? And then I spent an hour and a half watching people prance about in the daylight. <laughs> But I made for some really good laughs. It was like, ooh, they're going to the basement of the house. No, they're climbing up the stairs back into the house. It's like, ooh, is it getting dark? This hallway looks a bit dark. No, it's just the oblique light yeah. of the early morning or late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And there was one part where I was like, oh, yeah, it's finally getting good. Look at Dennis Quaid. He's finding clues. And then he walks into a room, and the sun is beating on him. It's like there's a sweat on his brow. <laughs> Speaking of sweat on the brow. Yeah. Uh, our man... Our man, Stephen, we have to... Our man, Stephen Dorff... Is hot as fuck in he this is movie. shiny and golden throughout. Yeah, and he is the killer, and he's aggressive and terrible, but wow. And then there's one time when he cries, and I was like, no, come here. Come here, Stephen. You've been hurt. He has been and hurt. And he has been hurt. Childhood no. trauma is real. I kind of think you all should watch this movie, actually, because it's... You're going to laugh. And then you'll watch Stephen Dorff be hot uh, and then cry. And it's a beautiful thing. Christopher, we forgot that his dad's there. Christopher Plummer is also in this movie. And he, fine performance. Fine performance. Uh, Sharon Stone looked great throughout. Throughout. She, was, she looked especially great when she was at the estate graveyard. Because, yes, Cold Creek Manor has its own graveyard. For the Massey family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Snakes... The snakes. We have to talk okay, about the snakes. So. This, is, this is worth the price of admission. Oh my god. This is really important. As you will recall, our memory mm-hmm. was that uh, Dennis Quaid and Sharon Stone wake up at the crack of noon mm-hmm. to a room full of snakes, which are, are, which are all easily visible. I remembered piles of snakes. I remembered like, <clears throat> like 20. Two snakes. Like, yeah. Not like a hundred snakes, but like a lot of snakes kind of like in a pile being mm-hmm. a real serious threat. Venomous snakes. As it turns out, uh, they were strategically placed. There was, was there like five? Like throughout the whole house. I think there were approximately five. Yeah. Well, there was one per family member. <laughs> there was. Like, and how did Stephen Dorff, because you know going in it was him. How did he know? It was like, at one point, Dennis Quaid is going to go to the kitchen. And then their son is going to go up to his bedroom. And she's going to go here. And they're going to, and there's going to be, I bet they're all going to discover the snakes at, the at exactly s- the same time. Wow. That's planning. It is planning. It's yeah. uh, it's impressive. And let me tell you who is frightened of snakes: Sharon Stone and Dennis Quaid. Oh boy, <laughs> they they are afraid of snakes as if the snakes were just oh. breathing fire. <laughs> yeah. Just like Sharon Stone lifts the sheet of her bed, and there's one snake there, and she <laughs> loses it. The snake isn't on her. She's standing next to the bed. Close to the door. Close to the door. It's, again, very well lit. It's the middle of the day. It's the middle of the day. I slept in. Oh, and then, like, she does that thing, we're probably going to take pictures of it and post it with this podcast, where she throws up her arms and screams, like, that is not the reaction for that, but okay. And then Dennis Quaid has the same, same reaction. reaction. He's like, Whoa. <laughs> just so 
so good. And they keep doing it. And they like run out of the house. <laughs> and then after all this is happening, then Dennis Quaid is like, stay calm, everybody. Oh, they stay. run up to the roof. They run to the roof. And then, and then, <laughs> and then Dale Massey, our man, Stephen Dorff, mm-hmm. comes up to the roof and like calms them down. And then for some reason, helps them all one by one just, back through the door into the stairs. Or like the basement through. door. Like they can't go through the main entrance for some reason because they might encounter one of the five. No, they're on the roof, I think. Oh, oh that's right. That's I think right. he's just like sending them back down back to down leave the house. I couldn't quite figure that out. It was not clear. And he was like, careful, careful, everyone. It was like, careful what? Going downstairs? Well, it was dark and they're not used to the dark. I mean, if by dark you mean there was no light in the stairwell, but the door was open and they were on the roof right. and it was, it was the middle of the fucking day. The weather was beautiful. It was. They have great weather great, there. Great weather <laughs> at Cold Creek Manor. Uh, also, we have to give a special shout out to the snake theme. There's a musical thing of like disjointed like piano. It doesn't always mean that something scary is about to happen though because one time he was just like in his truck and it happened. <laughs> Guys, it was a great watch. <laughs> it was a great watch. I mean, say what you will about this yeah. film. I enjoyed yeah. myself like, immensely. The last half hour is legit scary, and the first hour and a half is just poorly made, but, like, so fun. <laughs> Remember when she found a plank of wood? They were playing hide-and-seek, and she found a plank of wood that just said, Evil! Well, and that's the other thing. Like... There were pieces that fit together. Like, okay, the retainer. Big clue, they found a retainer and some teeth in their driveway. They had a shot of that, like, at the beginning of the film. And then, like, an hour and 15 minutes later, he finds it. And I literally was like, I forgot all about that. Like, if they had, like, just sort of, like, just edited it a bit. Just pushed it together. It didn't need to be two hours, bit. that's for sure. No. Yeah, it was silly. It was fun, though. I, listen, if you're going to watch anything... Watch the snake scene. Do you have a timestamp for when the snake scene happened? Uh, it is worth it. It's at about the uh, fifty-minute mark. Yeah. If you have to rent it, I I paid for this movie. I'm glad. I'm gonna watch the snake scene again, like right now. Uh, pay the money. You can. I don't care what you do. Find the snake scene and just uh, be enwrapped in the Sharon Stone and Dennis Quaid performance. Enjoy that. You're going to have fun at Cold Creek Exquisite Manor. Exquisite overreaction. <laughs> and then she does the same sort of reaction, but it's when she's like in the well with corpses. And like this, yes, this is the appropriate response. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not, I wonder who's to blame. Is it Sharon Stone slash Dennis Quaid? Is it, or is is it Mike Figgis? The director, right? The director. Who also wrote the snake theme. I think that this movie was just a vehicle for his snake theme. I think you're right. And a fine theme it was. It was really cool. Even though it could not always be reliably tied to anything frightening <laughs> happening. Not at all. <laughs> Juliette Lewis was of no use. She was like, no. I thought that she was like warning them. She's not. She's like, you better stay away from him. He's my man. And then he like punches her. She's like, no, no, I fell. I'm like, oh, girl. Yeah. No. Yeah. She plays that character well, though. Yeah. And her sister's the sheriff, who actually does basically say, oh, you've got all this evidence? It's circumstantial. I have no legal recourse. No legal recourse. We were on the money. We were on the money. It's what happened. Yeah. And the snake scene is both different, but better than I remember. (laughs) It's so much better. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I don't know if I could give it... 
It has like, a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, I don't know if I could get a, give it a thumb up. <laughs> Do we even give it a thumb? What do we give it? I don't know. I don't know what we give it. We give it this. But, but we this give is it what this. we this give is it. The treatment it deserves. Yeah. And it, you know, it's it's worth watching. Yeah, I, totally. I can say that about it. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you have this, you know, going in that it's not gonna be good. <laughs> but that last half hour, actually, you know what? Watch the the first scene where they establish why they need to get out of the city. Watch the snake scene. Cut to the last half hour. You've got a solid, like, hour-long film there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Potential cameo by uh, John, John Byner. Byner. From Bizarre. That was weird. It was definitely filmed in Canada. I saw a lot of Canadian extras uh, and small roles played by Canadian actors. Don't quote us on that John Byner factoid, but we think it might he be He looks true. like him. He definitely yeah, looks like he him. he does. Well, uh, that's all I have to say about that. I am actually delighted with my Cold Creek experience. I couldn't be happier. At, at this, the first annual Cold Creek brunch. I'm still drinking mimosas. I hope everybody knows that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.